this, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. This is Sam Goodman, The Hop Nerd, asking you to head over to www.thehopnerd.com for all of your human and organizational performance needs, from consultation to training and everything in between, from hot fundamentals to learning team facilitation to culture change planning. We help you out with your human and organizational performance journey. Again, head over to www.thehopnerd.com or send me an email to sam at the hop Hello, howdy, hi, everybody. It is Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, coming to you from the beautiful and the sunny downtown Phoenix, Arizona, with another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast. I hope you're doing absolutely amazing today. I know I am. I promise. It's an awesome day. I get to bring you another super cool podcast, and this one is really, really, really cool in my book because... Today, I am joined by the one, the only, Abby Ferry from hashtag Safety Justice League, www.safetyjusticeleague.com, all that kind of stuff. So Abby and I finally connected. Um, for those of you that follow along pretty regularly, I mean, you, you notice that... Um, I talked to Nate Brayman. Go back and listen to those. I talked to Jason Maldonado, Jason Lucas. Go back and listen to those. Uh, and now, now I finally had the opportunity to talk with Abby. And this conversation was a blast. It was a lot of fun. We really dove into kind of who Abby is. We dove into some stuff around the Safety Justice League, their new podcast, which is super cool. Make sure you go listen to that one as well. So I won't hold you up too much longer. I won't make you sit here and listen to this lovely voice. I'll let you listen to uh, me talk to Abby. So me and you hanging out with Abby Ferry from the Safety Justice League. Here we go. Uh, Today is awesome because I am joined by the amazing, the great, and the awesome Abby Ferry. And uh, Abby, I, I did a little bit of research on you like I like to do with everybody. Um, and I see that you're the president of Ferry Group LLC. You have 16 years of experience in safety and health. Um, you're you're out there quite a bit on LinkedIn and all kinds of social media platforms. Um, it's always a funny word for me to say, but you're an influencer, right? You're you're one of those folks out there. Um, tell everybody out there a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, thanks for using that I word. That's one that I'm starting to get into a little bit more, mm. not necessarily for yep. myself, but just kind of being aware of what's going on with that in the world. So uh, yes, I do have um, still, I guess, open and out there in the world, the Fairy Group LLC, but currently I am employed full-time um, as a safety consultant with a firm. So um Hopefully that's not confusing. Uh, <laughs> it, it might confuse some, but um, I just didn't want to put an endpoint on that fairy group um, LLC because it's something I worked very hard for and right. um, I haven't closed it. I mean, there's no like 
storefront that gets locked mm. up and closed up. Um, it's basically still up because it's a pain in the butt to re-register with the Secretary of State. Um, <laughs> so I'm just leaving it there. <laughs> Well, that's super interesting. That's what I kind of noticed from a little bit of, of your, your published bio that you have out there. You have a really diverse background. Um, it looks like safety and health and just about a little bit of everything, huh? Yeah, I, I started out in construction and I love construction and always keep an element of construction in my workload. But I also, through the magic of being in insurance and being a risk control consultant a couple of times mm. with different companies, I got to experience working with a lot of different industries. And so that really broadened my experience and, and set me up for doing some interesting things later on when I did run my own consulting firm. And when I ran my own firm, um, one of the fun industries that I got involved with was craft brewing. And so mm -hmm. then from there, things kind of bridge into retail. And in the past, I've worked with right. hospitality. So um, it starts to get to be a really uh, varied um background. So thanks for noticing that. <laughs> no, and that that so that that's one note that I had scribbled here because I thought that it was was a really, really cool was this Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild thing. So I kind of assumed that you were in into brewing a little bit somewhere. So how how did that happen? Well, I don't because really. I'm a safety person going, I want to be in brewing. That's kind yeah, of cool. right. <laughs> like everybody. So I don't necessarily I mean I don't brew beer. I don't nerd out on on that. Like when people yeah. look at the Hop Nerd podcast, they could maybe think like it's so, something with hops, right? Do you so, get that so, confusion? I will call a quick pause there and say that I get that a lot, that <laughs> most people that are not safety related are very disappointed that, I, that I'm not a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm sure. Um, I used to get people saying like, oh, do you get paid in beer? And I'd say, right. well, I get paid plus they give me beer sometimes. Right. <laughs> um, but honestly, like a brewery, uh, um, a brewery scenario, I guess, or the, the workplace it can be just as boring as a typical manufacturing atmosphere. So it's manufacturing, um, but it's beer. So that makes it exciting to people. So I, um, I like to keep that reference up there about the Craft Brewers Guild because I was the first safety consultant or safety, anything to do with safety that uh, got involved with the guild. And so I'm really proud of that. Well, and that's something that I, that I was kind of kind of thinking as you were saying that is it just doesn't seem like an industry that would be on the um, forefront of safety because you know, it seems almost very um, like artists more so than than very industrial heavy industry type of stuff. So it seems like that might be uh, might have been something kind of new for those folks, right? Um, you know, for some, it was kind of a, a struggle and that true yeah. sense of like selling safety to an industry that they really, right. it's not that they didn't get it. They just weren't quite sure that their little, what they think is ma and pop brewing company needs such structure, but you know, OSHA is looking at you if you've got 10 or more employees right. and the, the educational piece for the brewers was that includes your tap room. You know, it's not yeah. just your uh, brewing staff, but also your tap room staff that's serving people. So a lot of even the smaller craft breweries around here fall under OSHA jurisdiction. And yeah. Yeah. unfortunately there was a, a big sweep, um, not necessarily an intended sweep of, um, of inspections and citations, but it happened. Um, I forget, I think it was in, back in 2014. So the industry was still pretty young in the state at that point, but they got really interested in safety quickly because 
it would impact their business if they didn't. Wow. Wow. So I'll, I'll switch gears, gears here just a little bit because I will talk to you about the craft brewers all day, <laughs> if you let me, <laughs> just because I, I find that super interesting. Um, but so I, I discovered you when I found out this whole hashtag safety justice league thing existed. Um, so it's taken a while, but we finally got you here. Um, I had the opportunity first to talk to, to Nate to hashtag Redbeard. Um, I got, uh, I got to link up, um, with Jason and Jason. Oh, that's <laughs> at, right. At so I'm the last one. And yeah. so you are the, you are officially the last one. The last one. <laughs> Collect um, them so all. tell us, yeah, right. <laughs> tell, tell everybody out there a little bit, a little bit about the, uh, about the safety justice league and, and how you wound up in this group of folks and, and uh, definitely tell folks about this new awesome podcast that you guys have out. For sure. So uh, it really started like my involvement with the Safety Justice League and the the Ask a Safety Pro videos on LinkedIn. It started with Jason Lucas. And I think each of us in the group, we have that initial connection with Jason. And so Jason and I met um we met on LinkedIn, <laughs> but then yeah. met in real life uh, last summer at the ASSP Safety 2019 conference. And I, it was cool to meet a kindred spirit that understood the value of social media and leveraging yeah. it and understanding it and using it to get safety messages out, not just, you yeah. know, dog pictures and beer <laughs> pictures what I or whatever. Lunch. Yeah. So um, Jason and I decided, well, let's put together a proposal for safety 2020. And so we've been talking with each other and in touch since last summer. And when the, I just, I kind of forget how the whole video thing came up. Um, and actually people can listen to the the episode one origins of the safety justice league mm. to learn more about that. But we started posting these collaborative videos on LinkedIn where we would come up with a question or someone would send us a question and then we would each individually answer it and record a, a selfie video. And Jason Lucas would clip the videos together and we post it on LinkedIn and it, it was an interesting experiment and it, it still is and it, it will um, shift and, and change how we keep doing this as we go forward. But then the videos turned into, well, why don't we record a podcast? <laughs> so yeah. it, it all started for me with just this innocent, like, let's put together a proposal to teach safety professionals how to use social media to let's experiment with different types of social media. And so it's been really fun. And, you know, I learn by doing. And so mm -hmm. being mm -hmm. able to experiment and, and do all these different things with social media, some of which weren't even around when we first submitted our proposal, like TikTok. So we right. get to try these things out and be our own guinea pigs, <laughs> really. Right. And then right. we get to present on it this summer in Orlando. That that's super cool because and that's there's a lot of stuff to unpack there, but I think one thing that's really interesting, especially uh, in and around our profession, we seem to be in that that laggard group <laughs> as, yes. as moving towards technology, um, in general, but especially when it comes to anything social media, um. So it's kind of a new frontier, right, for, for at least safety professionals, it seems like. I think it is. And I think it comes a lot from people having these um, stereotypes, or I can't think of the right word, but their, their own preconceived notions or mm. 
things that they need to unpack sometimes um, about what they think social media is. And so many people, they didn't grow up on social media. I mean, I've been on LinkedIn since it first started. Um, I wasn't always publishing content, of course, because the platform itself has changed. But I was a pretty early adopter with Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. Well, Facebook, I was kind of dragged into by friends. Um, (laughs) But most of the social media platforms, I've been pretty out there um, from the beginning. And so for me, I'm, I'm that like digital native type of person. And for many people, I think in safety, they might equate social media with a waste of time or not serious. And I think, and the Safety Justice League members agree, this is something we bond on, is that safety people need some fun. And we can talk about things that relate to safety and get our message across and not always have to be so dang serious. Oh, my, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so we, we coined the term um, in and around my group of kind of personal friends of starchy. Ooh. We like to be extra starchy. <laughs> I, I can. I feel that like that. That's a very good descriptor. <laughs> right. No, that's, that's, that's super interesting. Cause I was having a conversation with someone just the other day and it was, it wasn't in, in and around safety in particular, but just general company communications. Um, and we were just going down this path of, of as companies um, and especially pigeonholed into the safety profession. It's like, we forget that the stuff that works outside of work works at work too. Absolutely. So, so taking those same lessons that we learn uh, in social media marketing and in LinkedIn and all that stuff it's still marketing at work when you're trying to communicate stuff down to people. Absolutely. And I think um, people might not realize that safety professionals, we can learn a lot from marketing and sales types of podcasts or books or individuals. And I know that sales and marketing sometimes has a a bad connotation, but Mm -hmm. it's really helped me to expand um, how I speak and how I present to people and just how I present myself in professional situations to go outside of the safety industry for some knowledge. Yeah. And so you opened this door. So I have to ask, what do you listen to podcasts, YouTube, otherwise that is not safety related? Pretty much anything I listen to is not safety related. <laughs> so I, it's no secret. I'm a huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and his podcasts. Mm-hmm. And well, his podcasts are basically his YouTube video, but just the audio and podcast format. So there's something there. Um, other podcasts I listen to now I'm blanking, of course, because you asked me. <laughs> um, lately, I've been really into Cy Wakeman and her No Ego podcast. And so, oh, wow. yeah, she's a, a human resources professional and a self-proclaimed drama researcher. And she has a lot of um, HR types of things that definitely overlap with things that we do in safety. So her podcasts have been it's funny. I just, I hear her voice in my head a lot during the day (laughs) and that's good because it helps prompt me for better communication and better listening and just bringing like a better self to the workplace and, and really to any situation. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really an interesting piece of of making a well-rounded professional just in general, right? Is, is really just pulling a lot of information from other sources that are outside of kind of our wheelhouse. Right. Um, It's really easy for us to get scrolled away into just safety stuff if we're not cautious. 
Uh, and there's so many lessons that we can learn from obviously well outside of that, For <laughs> well sure. outside of that. Um, I, I have guilty pleasures when it comes to podcasts. I listen to a couple. Um, I like Gary V. I'm looking forward to the, uh, uh, I don't even know if there's episodes that have been out yet on it, but the, the new Brene Brown podcast is coming out. Oh yeah. That. That's going to be epic. Um, but I listen to a lot of just entertainment stuff. I like the true crime and the paranormal podcast. Oh, lot, you're uh, one of those people. Wacky stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a blast when I'm driving around doing this whole hop thing. I can, you know, I'm secretly listening to uh, ask a mortician and oh my all the, goodness, <laughs> all these kind of wacky things. Have you talked to Jill James on the accidental safety pro? I have not. No. Okay. I have to put you two together because that ask a mortician, I bet that she listens to that and you'll have to We're find out have why. To connect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll have to connect. That's awesome. <laughs> no, very cool. Um, so other than the, the other than the, uh, uh, the safety justice league, um, your safety consulting going on, all that kind of stuff, you're very involved in the ASSP from what it looks like as well. I am. And so I am finishing up my term of being chapter president here with the ASSP Northwest chapter, which is a awkwardly named chapter Northwest that covers <laughs> the states of Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Western Wisconsin. Wow. So go figure. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> um, so that's been awesome to, to serve the membership of the chapter um, in this president capacity. And what happens is that you're first elected um, vice president, and then you become president-elect, and then you become president. So it's been a nearly three-year um, exercise for me. And I'm also wrapping up being the administrator of the Women in Safety Excellence, which is WISE, mm. is the acronym, yes. uh, yeah. the common interest group within ASSP. So that has been it's when it's all said and done is a four year term because you're elected as assistant administrator, which you serve for two years and then you automatically succeed to administrator for two years. So two big long-term commitments coming to a close and I don't have anything on my radar after that. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. It yeah. is. It feels weird, but um, <laughs> it's, it's strange when you have one of those moments of where you can breathe, right? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, the, one of the, I know we, uh, we've got uh, some limited time today, but one of the last things I really wanted to, to touch on is um, again, in, in my digging through the internet, researching who is Abby, <laughs> um, I see that you're also actively involved in fundraising for uh, the American Lung Association. Yes, I am. Thanks for finding that. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Do you want to share with folks a little bit about that? Definitely. So it, uh, my involvement began because of death. I mean, I uh, lost my mother-in-law to lung cancer um, back in 2013. And I didn't know, and this is you know, me admitting stupidity and stereotypes, but I didn't know that you could have lung cancer and be a person that's never smoked a cigarette in your life. Like my mother-in-law had not yeah. ever <laughs> in her life. Oh. And I mean, if you think about it though, it makes sense, right? We all have mm. lungs, so right. <laughs> we could all have the capacity to get lung cancer. Right. And so just trying to, to learn more about I mean, we don't really know what caused the lung cancer for her. Um, it could have been radon exposure. It could have been radiation exposure um, in the workplace. So I just, out of not really having an outlet or something to do about this and kind of feeling a little bit helpless, but also thinking, well, 
I'm a safety professional. I could help get word out about this. So instead of, you know, starting my own foundation and, you know, going that route, which I considered, um, I got involved with the American Lung Association of Minnesota and their Fight for Air Climb event. So I'm on the, or have been on the planning committee for that since 2000, uh, fall of 2013. And um, the Air Climb is their signature event, which means it's their event that raises the most money every year. And so all the money, and this is for any air climb event that happens throughout the country because there's many, and uh, the fund ra- or the funds raised by the event stay local. So I love that aspect of it, That's that the awesome. money stays here. Um, and I also love that it's an active event. So, you know, people like to, to do 5Ks and 10Ks, and there's a whole subset of people, you may not know this about the population, that do stair climbs. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, when I do this event, it's um, 632 stairs or 680 wow. stairs and it's 31 floors. That's what it wow. is. Um, and there's people that, I mean, for me, once is enough. Like I start, <laughs> I start from the bottom floor, go up to that 30, 31st floor and I'm good. And right. you know, that takes about, I don't know, like anywhere from six to eight minutes depends on how many times I stop and do like a, like a video or picture for social media. Um, (laughs) cause I do that. Uh, but then there's this whole group of people on a different stairwell that are doing what's called the ultimate climb, which means they get an hour to go up those stairs as many times as they want. Wow. Yeah. They're crazy. And then in another stairwell, there's another crazy group of people called firefighters who are mm-hmm. doing this event in turnout gear, which is basically uh, yeah, uh, yeah, all their gear except their Scott air packs aren't filled. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I started my life, my professional life, wearing turnout gear, and I'll pass on that one. Right. Like, <laughs> that you would know, be <laughs> this is not something that someone would willingly really sign up for. So, um, but That's I'm grateful the- that they do because the fire departments here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the surrounding suburbs and uh, cities and towns throughout the state, they they challenge each other and raise a lot of money. So that's awesome. That is, that is great to hear, and I always like to uh, like to see that. I mean, that's something that I think we forget sometimes as professionals is getting out and giving back and doing that stuff. And you're definitely doing it there. That is that is awesome. Thank you. Um, how can people get a hold of you? How can people find the Safety Justice League? How can people find the podcast? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So probably the best place to go for Safety Justice League stuff is just uh, safety uh, www.safetyjusticeleague.com, and we have a. Um, we have a, a landing page there for all the podcast episodes. We have a discount codes section of the site that we're trying to bring some value to our fellow safety professionals to try out some new products and get a discount while doing so. Um, also, there's a cool community feature of that website that if you download the app through Wix, W-I-X.com, um, or the, the app, sorry, is Wix, uh, you can actually interact as kind of a, a community. So that's pretty cool. We've had about four people sign up for that and there's been some activity and and uh, discussions in there so that's been interesting to see just organic growth and interest and then as far as me personally um, I've tried to to just standardize my social media handle as safety Abby <laughs> so yeah, yeah. you can find safety Abby on Instagram Facebook Twitter 
TikTok, and I think that's also my landing page on LinkedIn. So if you just go on LinkedIn, you can either search Safety Abbey or Abbey Ferry and find me that way. Very cool. I will tell everyone out there, if you are not following along with Safety Abbey, you are missing out. You should be. Um, if you're not following along with the rest of the Safety Justice League, you definitely should be. And uh, again, I will attest to this. I listened to their podcast. Uh, I believe it just came out yesterday, right? Yesterday, I believe, was the release it date. It did, yeah. Um, and it is phenomenal. Uh, again, if you are not listening to that, you should be. Um, I will gladly admit, as I admitted uh, to Jason and Jason when we were sitting on a park bench podcasting in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, that I fanboy over the Safety Justice League, and you should too. So uh, <laughs> definitely go check out, check them out. Um, they pump out a ton of amazing and valuable content regularly, and it's just awesome stuff. So uh, any any words of wisdom for folks out there, Abby, before we sign off? Gosh, um, you know, I, the pumping out a lot of content thing struck me because that's something that people sometimes, um, question or want to know more about is, um, you know, you guys are posting a lot. There's a lot going on. And the thing that really, um, glued all of us together on the safety justice league is that we were putting out content on our own anyway. And then when we started to collaborate, it got a lot more traction and it became, even more fun because sometimes when you're posting on your own, sometimes, I don't know, it can start to feel like, is anyone really listening (laughs) out there? (laughs) Um, And so I think it's been an exercise in just learning more about how to better leverage social media. So I really hope that something that people take away from Safety Justice League or even my individual content that I've always done as well is just to try these different platforms, like become a student of these different social media platforms or even podcasting, Um, whether you put yourself out there to be a guest on people's shows or try to start your own. um, There's a lot of space out there still for more voices. And so I just hope people get inspired and just start to bring their own voice and personality into these social media conversations. And then also so that that can um, start to seep over into their work life as well. Yeah. And I totally agree. I think that's, uh, I share this. I, I try to close my shows when I remember to close my shows with this. <laughs> I, I, I often forget, but I think it's that it's, it's folks out there doing that stuff and, and starting those conversations uh, and continuing those conversations. I believe that's how we come together to make the world a better place to work. Totally agree. So uh, unless there's anything else, Abby, we'll, we'll call it there. Awesome. Thank you so much for this. This is fun to chat. <laughs> no, I, I had an absolute blast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Man, oh man, oh man. What did you think about that one? I'm pretty sure I know what your answer is going to be because I thought it was pretty awesome. So Abby is phenomenal along with the rest of the hashtag safety justice league crew. Uh, make sure you check them out. Safetyjusticeleague.com. Follow along on LinkedIn. They've got that hashtag, which is ask a safety pro. Make sure you go ask them questions, do all that kind of stuff. They have a ton of valuable content that they put out uh, and they're always interacting with folks. And that's what makes it really, really cool. So go follow along with them. Make sure you follow along uh, in all places that you can follow Abby. 
Um, I want to thank all of those folks for coming on. I'm scheming to try to figure out how we can get them all on at once. So all of you out there, make sure you email and DM and pressure them into coming all on at once so we can have one gigantic, uh, really, really complicated and confusing conversation. <laughs> Sure. No, I think it'll be a really fun. So um, we're looking forward to trying to make that happen, I hope, at some point uh, in the future. That's all I've got. Make sure you head over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media at The Hop Nerd, other than Twitter, because it is super duper special. It is The Hop Nerd. One, send me an email, thehopnerd.gmail.com, or Sam, that's S-A-M, at thehopnerd.com. Use that handy-dandy text number down below. Give me a call. Leave me a voicemail. Um, I'm doing these really fun live shows. So if you don't have time or you can't call in during the live show, if you leave me a voicemail, guess what? I can play it during the live show. Yeah, so there you go. You can be on the live show even without calling in live. So make sure you leave me a voicemail, leave me a text, ask me your questions. We'll get to them in the live shows. Those happen every Wednesday, 5 p.m. every Friday. The late night show is at 8 p.m. until, you guessed it, late. So until next time, everybody, it is Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, signing off. Make sure you get into touch. Make sure you continue having those conversations with me and everyone else through those conversations. That's really how we make the world a better place to work. Until next time, again, Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) 